The Wake Up Call is a daily encouragement to shake off the slumber of our busy lives and turn our eyes toward Jesus. Each morning, our community gathers around a scripture, a reflection, prayer, and a few short questions, inviting us to reorient our lives around the love of Jesus, who transforms our hearts, homes, churches, and cities. Now, here's J.D. Walt with today's entry. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Today's entry is called How Jesus Happened on the Golf Course. Our scripture is from Hebrews 1, verses 1 through 3. Hear the word of the Lord. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days... He has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The Son is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification, for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. I was playing golf the other day with my pastor. And if you want to know who my pastor is, you can check the link in today's email. Anyway, I was playing golf the other day with my pastor and another of our good friends. It wasn't going so well for either of us. The golf, that is. We were both kind of counting down the holes until we were done. We decided at the turn to change the subject from golf to Jesus. We began to speak this word aloud from Hebrews 1 back and forth until we could declare it. And as we shifted from reciting it to declaring it, something happened. No, our game didn't improve. But these words began to explode with joy. In the past, in these last days, through whom also, and all the words in between, And then this word broke open, like that jar of costly perfume. The sun is the radiance of God's glory, and the exact representation of his being. And the fragrance seemed to fill up the whole golf course. For many years in my life and faith, I had Jesus and the Bible in two related but different kinds of categories. I understood Jesus as my Savior, who had died on the cross for my sins, so I could go to heaven when I died. I understood the Bible as a book I was supposed to read as much as possible in order to try and get something out of it that was relevant to my everyday life. In some way, I thought, reading the Bible would help me follow Jesus. 
Reading the Bible became a kind of duty or discipline at which I sometimes succeeded and other times failed. Kind of like eating healthy and exercising. I knew Jesus was with me and was somehow helping me to do my best on my good days and forgiving my failures the rest of the time. It has only been in the past 20 years or so that I discovered the opposite to be true. Reading the Bible and following Jesus aren't in different categories. They are intimately intricately and seamlessly bound together. I don't read the Bible as a helpful way to follow Jesus. I follow Jesus as the way to read the Bible. It's what I love so much about today's text and why I want you to love it too. Behold how so much comes together in the person of Jesus. Our ancestors and the prophets, history and the future, the creation of the universe and the lordship of all things, the voice of God, the image of God, the glory of God, the icon or exact representation of God, his death for sins, his resurrection, ascension, and reign, it all Literally everything comes together in Jesus. Hear it again. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. After he had provided purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty in heaven. And what is he doing right now at the right hand of God? He is sustaining all things by his powerful word. Wake up, sleeper. Jesus is sustaining everything by his powerful word. This includes you and me. Aren't you ready to participate in this reality in a much deeper way? He's ready. The prayer. Farmer, Father God, thank you for Jesus, the radiance of your glory and the exact representation of your being. We just want to sit and ponder this for a while. We want to find the posture of Mary of Bethany, who first sat at your feet listening. Later, she came to anoint your feet with the most valuable perfume she could find. I want this vision for my life in whatever extravagant and practical way you want to unfold it.
Let such a story one day be told to my children's children's children of my life. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, are you seeing how we can read the Bible and miss Jesus? And yet how when we truly get Jesus, we can't miss the Bible. Are these realities coming together more clearly in your understanding and faith? And just a note, I've begun making notes for further reflection in the wake-up call. Throughout the reading, there are footnotes, and the footnotes appear in the email at the bottom. Today, there are three. I don't read those into the recording for time's sake, but I do want to reference them to you who may just be listening. If you would subscribe to the email, you'll have full access to them every day in your inbox. We have a wide range of readers, and this is the way I'm finding best to accommodate both ends of that spectrum. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.